Let's jump right into this. First, I want to give you a little background history. Okay, just a little bit to kind of prep the era. Going back into the day when black people could not vote. And even white women were not able to vote. They were not allowed to vote. We've come a long way. We have. We've come a long way. There has been much blood, sweat, and tears due to voting. Like I said, um, black people were not able to vote. White women were not able to vote. Asians were not able to vote. Anybody of color was not able to vote. And even other categorizations of white people are able to vote. They specifically put it up or put it out that if you own, if only you own land, you were able to vote. So if you own land, you were able to vote. If you did not own land, you were not able to vote. And primarily, those who had land were those who came over from England. That was it. And you were deemed purely white. So if you were um, Russian, German, Italian, um, whatever version of white, you were not thought of. You were not thought of. So that type of mindset did not change until the 1940s. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. But anyway, let's move along with this. Because it's very important to, to um, cast your vote this coming election day, November the 8th, Tuesday. But I want to make it known that and I'm talking to Christians, I'm talking to Christians, that we must get out and do something. We just can't sit on the sidelines twiddling our thumbs. We can't keep saying that well, our vote doesn't count. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It does matter. Because the bottom line is, we have a job to do as Christians. We have a job to do as Christians. Now, some Christians may look at it as, well, things have been put in place. God still has his, has his agenda. So no matter what we do or say, things are still going to happen. <laughs> it's still up to us to go through the process. It's still up to us to make things happen. Happen in the sense of either we speed things up or we slow them down. Yes, God is still in control, but he wants us to take action. He wants us to take action. There's much division 
as we all know, between the um, Republicans and Democrats, conservatives and liberals, it is much division. That division was exposed several years ago. It's showing the ugliness that is America. And I say America with, um, with intent because I no longer say United States because we are not united. As a matter of fact, we've never been united. Never. Never. In the true sense of the word, we've never been united. So I will always say America and not United States. The, the divisiveness. Let's get into that, so to speak. And I'll give you an example of that. Whereas we've lost our empathy as people, as voters, and even within the party lines. Recently, Nancy Pelosi's husband was assaulted with a hammer. This thug broke into the house looking for Nancy Pelosi, so to speak. She was not there, but attacked her husband. He assaulted Nancy Pelosi's husband, hitting hitting him over the head with a hammer, fracturing his skull, almost killing him. He said that he wanted to break the knees of Ms. Pelosi and show her as an example of what happens to you when you lie. And do you know that there was a, uh, was a female Republican, she had made a joke of it. And then those in the audience that was listening to her laughed about it. That should not be. I understand, you know, comedians will make jokes. That's a given, they're comedians. But when you have other politicians, see, that's a line crosser right there. Should never do that. You should never do that. But now we're, we're, we're at a point where if you don't like someone, you didn't vote for a particular person, then you're wishing harm on someone or actually netting out that harm. That's wrong. That is so wrong. Look, God... And this is, the, this is the primary reason here. God is not a Republican. God is not a Democrat. God is not conservative. God is not a liberal. God is all of the above. He is all. But somehow we miss the mark. Somewhere along the way, we've lost our way. And it's wrong. It's so very wrong. And the church itself 
has prostituted itself to whatever it's prostituted itself to the Republican Party. It's prostituted itself to the Democratic Party. God's will in his ways should be first and foremost. It should not be about party affiliation. But it should be about Christ affiliation. But yet, time and time again, we take it to the step outside of God. And we make it about ourselves and the party we belong to. And that's wrong. Vote God's way. And what is God's way? God's way is about morality. God's way is about good. God's way is about right versus wrong. God's way will trump right. Excuse me. God's way will trump wrong and be right. God, like I said, God doesn't have a favorite party. God is the party. God is the way. God is the will. God puts people in office. And and I truly believe and think that when we don't pick up the mantle and take action, God will step in. Now, this is just my, my personal feeling here, my personal feeling, all right? I'm making, making that out there, putting that out there. But I believe that when we don't take action, he takes action. He'll either speed things along or slow it up. We have the choice to set things in motion. But lately here, we've been dropping the ball big time. When we don't vote, especially in the smaller elections, certain laws get passed. And when those certain laws get passed, it makes us look bad, it makes us look bad as Christians. Certain laws that go against the grain of morality. And then we look at each other like, what just happened? How did this law get passed? Because we fell asleep. We weren't looking. We weren't paying attention. Or we just didn't care. And then when a particular law gets passed and all of a sudden we're like, oh no, we need to step up. Well, I'm here to tell you now, instead of waiting for a particular moment to wake up, now's the time to step up. Now, I'm going to give you some fundamentals 
from both sides that particularly like to have on their platform, have on their plate. With conservatives, I'm going to give you three, three of each. Give you the pros and cons of it. And I'm going to show you that God that God can be either way for it. With conservatives, they love to trumpet out abortion, right? Easily that's on the side of God, right? But there is a gray area. There is a gray area whereas you can have a, 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 a for example, third, I believe it's an 11-year-old girl earlier this year, she was raped. She was raped and then she became pregnant. That's a gray area right there. Should that girl be forced to have that child? Another example, say an adult woman, again, rape situation. Same scenario. Should she be forced to have that child or see, here's my thing. I'm against abortion, but I truly believe to leave that in the position of that female. You put policies in place, but you have um, um, you have definitions within that um, within that law or policy. Definitions that are common sense related. Then there's immigration. Conservatives, and rightfully so, you know, we speak about immigration. But this that's nothing new. It's nothing new. Because Going all the way back to the early 1900s, America had a problem with immigration and it was much, much rampant um, hate going on. Much, it was much going on, and especially toward Jews. Much hate going on towards Jews. I saw a documentary about World War II and there was a big connection with that. But I won't get into the semantics with that. But when you look up docu- look up documentaries and look up the um, the word immigration connected with World War II, it's eye-opening. But anyway, that is a... a, a a meal on a conservative's plate, immigration. Now, me personally, I think that that can be taken care of real quick. 
put a social security number on each person that you, that we, come on that's out in the open that you know of. You don't have to send them back or try to send them back or break up families. Just give them a social social security number. Easy fix. I mean, it is I mean, somebody let me know. Is, is that too easy or what? You agree or disagree? Easy fix. And then there's um, we all need to protect ourselves, right? Okay, then they're, they're guns. They're the guns. Gun laws. I think it's too easy to obtain a gun, but yet you have those who say it's our God-given right to protect ourselves, it's in the Constitution, blah, blah, blah. And just like anything else, it goes overboard. Again, you've got too many people out here who can easily get one who have um should not be able to have one with all these school shootings and wherever else shootings it's it's not with a regular pistol it's with a, um, automatic machine guns auto you know automatic rifles and <laughs> It's a sad situation. Then you have on the liberal side, civil rights. The Civil Rights, the Civil Rights Act, it's, you know, what, what irks me about that is now it was intended for black people, but yet, again, going overboard, Lawmakers lumped in every other thing and everybody else into it. You had the women's situation going on. They lumped women in with that. They lumped um, homosexuality in with that. Everything else was lumped in there. And it's not fair to black people. See, here's the thing. With conservatives, on one hand... They can be too strict and not not enough gray areas to you know flex and move around in. On the other hand, with liberalism, they're too free, too willy-nilly, and need to be a little more toughened and strength and strengthened and not be so free-flowing. Because um, another on their plate with liberals is in the environment. They tend to go overboard with that. Yes. Um, protect the environment. The, the Bible says to, to, you know, take, take care of, take care of, um, of our situations, take care of what has been given to us. But even, even in that, we tend to go overboard. We love to talk about, well, they love to talk about it, the diversity. But again, when it comes to diversity, we go overboard with that. 
we tend to do way too much or give out too much. And then the Republicans or conservatives are looking at, okay, can you try to make them work for, for this and that? See, God can be about both sides, but it's still about his side. With each situation, there has to be some give and take. With conservatives, like I said, they tend to be too tough, too narrow-minded. Then on the other side with liberals, they tend to be over-impulsive, too much sympathy, not, not pointing to push enough. There has to be a common ground in that. God is about his kingdom, his will, his way, and it supersedes any affiliation. God doesn't take sides. He's about right over wrong. And today's culture speaks of one's individual truth. It's my truth versus your truth. But there's only one truth, and that is God. See, individual truths lead to confusion. My truth can say, well, I'm a transgender. I need a public bathroom for myself. That causes confusion. My truth says I am gay. And it causes confusion for children and for adults. Well, how's that confusing? Well, look at it this way. When it comes to um, having sex, or when you see a gay couple, have you ever noticed there was always one that would be effeminate and the other one would be masculine? You ever noticed that? There was always going to be one or the other. Always. You think I'm lying? Check, check, check. The next time you see a gay couple, check it out. And you'll see the difference. That's confusion. One is taking on the role of a man. The other one is taking on the role of a female. God's intended purpose. God's intended purpose. Like I said, it's okay to be one or the other, conservative or liberal, Democrat or Republican, but don't, don't let it be your main objective. Your main objective should be God. You follow him and not a, and a, and not a party affiliation. And I like to check off boxes when it comes to looking for the right candidate. And with any candidate, especially in this climate, it's always one party showing the controversy of another when it comes to the set of points. So what I do 
I'll look at if some whatever controversy it is. I'll check if say if it's a, a Democrat. Well, if I'm watching Democrat the Democrat news type of news all the time, I'm gonna get I'm not gonna get the full the full um sewage of what wrong this person has done. So I'll check out Fox News because I know they're gonna really dig deep on what on said person. And vice versa. If there's a, a Republican that's doing some wrong, I know Fox News isn't really gonna, you know, dig dig deep on that. So I'm gonna check out CBS or MSNBC. See, they're they're just looking to come up with the the true dirt on said person. I want to balance out the situation. I, I want the truth. Now, how bad is that truth? It's all up to, and you see, and the thing is, nobody is perfect, right? But how do you match up with God's truth, God's way, and his will? How do you match up as a politician? See, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the character of that person, not what they can promise me, because anybody can make promises. And and the thing is, once a person gets in office, see, now they're having to to depend on other people to carry out a promise. I want to know about your character. I want to know about your character. That is what that would be the telling thing for me, your character. Not what you can promise, but your character. So have a checklist for your leaders. Look for leaders who are serious about God. Look for, for leaders who um, 100% about truth. Look for leaders who are selfless and look for leaders who are about excellence. That's what you should look for. It's not about party affiliation. It's not about when you go to the polls and or you go to vote, you just do a straight ticket. Please don't do that. Please don't do a straight ticket. I think that is so lazy. Do your due diligence. Do your homework on on said candidates. Find out about certain laws that they're trying to pass. Does it fall in line with God's way? Does this person fall in line with God's will? Is this person a Christian? Or are they phony and fake? Are they true to God's word? Or are they true to their own word? God's truth is the right truth. God's truth is the truth. Now, let's see what the word has to say about voting, 
by politicians. If you have a Bible, let's go to um, Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. Okay. It says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. I want to stop right there and say that and some people may not like this. I know some people will not like this. But God is saying, respect those in authority. So stop saying that, oh, this person is not my president. And then when you get somebody in office that you like, then you then you don't, then you say, oh yeah, that's my president. Stop doing that. I'm talking to Christians, all right? Because you're supposed to know better than that. Stop doing that. Don't get caught up in the ways world of of, of, of um, respecting those those in charge. And I had a discussion about that. And the thing is, we are to we are to um, give acknowledgement to those leaders, so to speak, all right? We, we give acknowledgement. And I like to give the example of when I was in the Navy. Okay, I'll give this example. There's a chain of command. There's a chain of command. And say if on, on board the ship I, I was in the Navy, and on board the ship, the captain all of a sudden started make the, making these crazy decisions. And it didn't line up with the way, with the, way the, the military is lined up. We had a right to overthrow that captain because if he was putting us in danger, you, you see where I'm going at, right? You see where I'm going at. Or, or the same can be said when God says, the chain of command, even in your own household. And I know a lot of people these days, they don't want to go by this. But even in your household, it is father, the wife, and then the children. Yes, father is the head, the wife, and then the children. Not wife, father, and then children. Sometimes, in some families, is even children at the top, and then you got wife and then husband. But the thing is, there is a chain of command. And if that husband is not in line with God, then we got problems. Then we got problems. The husband needs to be in line with God. The husband needs to be in the will of God, in the way of God. So the same can be said when when I when I see a president that is doing some some evil stuff, I can't roll with that president. 
I may not like a president, but I give respect. I give respect to that position. Now, if that president is not doing things the way he should, if that president is showing evil tendencies, then I can't give that respect. I'll continue reading here. Verse verse two, consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Now, also, I want to stop again and say that in also in the Bible, the Lord speaks about those that are in charge when they do wrong. Okay, when they do wrong. So the Bible also speaks about that. And I'll continue for rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. This is why you pay taxes for the authorities or God's servants who give their full time to governing. And lastly, give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. And that is what the Bible says. Like I said, you may not like the president, you may not like the senator, you may not like the governor, you may not like the mayor. But the thing is, did you vote? Did you vote? See, that's the first thing, did you vote? Because if you didn't vote, Don't you dare say a word. Don't you dare say a word if you did not vote. And and here's the thing, and God can be, God can give you that leeway as far as if you want to complain about that person, but keep it to a minimum. Keep it respectful. Keep it respectful because, see, here's the thing. God is saying, God is seeing you, how you treat your husband or your wife, excuse me, God has, seen, God has seen how you treat your husband or as a child, how you treat your mother or father. God is seeing how you are towards a president or a supervisor or a general manager. And then he's saying, so, Is that how you treat me? You see the correlation there? It's all about paying respect to those in authority over you. And God is the authority over everyone. So if we can't do that for those here on earth, you see where I'm coming from? It's it's kind of like a test. It's a test for us and how we would 
be with God. Think about that. And get out and vote. But do your due diligence. Do your homework. Do your homework. Check out the candidates. Check out what's on the platform as far as laws. Match up God's ways versus the world's ways. Check out the candidates. <laughs> I, I remember I, I, uh, getting, doing, you know, participating in the vote. Didn't, neither, didn't like either candidate. I mean, both of them were just pitiful. I voted for myself. I voted for myself. And do you, do you know that sometimes on those smaller ballots, you can have somebody unopposed and that person may wind up winning by, say, three votes or whatever. So you never know, even putting yourself in as a write-in. But the thing is, you participate and you don't stand on the sidelines. Because God is not about sideline standing. So get out, do your due diligence, be a Republican or Democrat, but make sure that whoever you vote for and whatever you vote on is God central. Be God first and foremost. That's it.